Hello and welcome to another episode of Chris Talks Music. Today I speak to New York's finest fun-loving criminals who are set to return to the stage for a European tour after Huey Morgan's shocking decision to quit the band. Contrary to popular belief, it wasn't the breaking of the band, but if anything it could perhaps be the making of the band. Fast and Frankie spent some time talking to me about Huey's departure, their thoughts and feelings on that, their thoughts and feelings on what the fan bases had to say about Morgan's departure, and what the future holds. It's quite colourful, so prepare yourself, but it was an absolutely riotous laugh from start to finish. But before we begin, I'd like to kick it off with a live version of their classic Pulp Fiction-infused song, Scooby Snacks. Enjoy. What was that? Sorry, Frank. I'm glad we f- amused you, eh? <laughs> what can I say, guys? Huh? We gotta do a bit Fucking of this. We gotta do a bit hell. of that. We gotta get the show on the road. <laughs> What's so funny about me, eh? <laughs> so, hey, g- good morning. Anyway, it's uh, well, afternoon now. Um, are you in the UK, then, Frank? Yeah. Okay, and it's um, yeah. seems like a bit of a stressful one right now. <laughs> no, it ain't. We'll find it. Naeem will find it. He's a he's amazing at finding things. Have you got a have you got a backup? I've got well, one backup on me at all times. Okay, well Except to... right now. 
send it via the medium of the internet and if you want send it over to me i'll hold a digital version for you and then whenever yeah, you lose it i can just we've send it out to you before. then we've heard that one before and then it ends up online bro oh we no know. don't do that no we don't do that no don't worry about that stuff no, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're not in that realm whereby we need to leak things online no it's okay it's good. Yeah, no one wants it anyway no well shush man let's have some faith Let's have some passion here, man. No, I don't know positivity over there in the sunset. Well, well, yeah, someone's got to be in a, a mythical Barbados, haven't they? That's right, man. I love it over here. It's so nice. So, like, yes. um, 29 years, right? 1993, wasn't it, when you guys first formed? Hey, Frank. Yeah, you... <laughs> There we are, see. I knew it was Now we got it. 29 years it took. It took 29 years for me to find the damn thing. I thought it was a good time. am. Oh, oh man. Where, where was it fast? Was it right on the desk in front of you? It was oh. up his arse oh. hanging on a nail. No, but because <laughs> we got these gigs where we don't... Because we got these gigs where we had to be the crew. We went to France. We booked a gig in France. Like a week ago, and then we did it four days later, last weekend. And because we had to tech ourselves, because we couldn't get techs and stuff, I always bring these headphones, just so I can make sure that I'm hearing all my sounds backstage. You know, Frank, he don't give a f- he sets up his drums, and he just starts playing drums on the side of stage when the previous, when the band that's on stage is playing, he's just playing along with them. I can't do that, so I gotta have headphones for my digital stuff. And it looks like I took the little case out of the trumpet case and put it in there. So Frank sets the tone and you're just taking things home and accusing people. Yeah, pretty much. All right, slow down, bro. Whose side are you on, bro? You're supposed <laughs> to be like Switzerland. And there's no sign here. Bro. I'm being completely <laughs> impartial here. I'm just, I, I, I'm kind of like subtly in the background here. Just Why not? <laughs> we, we like that. Yeah, so... No, no, so now we're all good. That's good. Now we can concentrate. And you were saying 29 years. 29 years, yeah. yeah. 29 years, gosh, yeah. So, um, obviously, there's the... I wouldn't say the elephant in the room, because technically he left, wasn't it? But um, Huey Morgan left. Yeah. And um, that did. was... what? How many... Was that last year? End of last year. Burn it fast. Yeah, he... Um, yeah, he was he was expressing his disinterest in the band, wanting to do other things, which is totally cool. You know, the band that him and I started in 1993, you know, we come a long way and it's obvious that people change over time. And it's not like he changed for the worse. He just was interested in other things. And I think the only mistake was he assumed that if he left the band, that there would be no band. But that's not the case, especially considering you know, the amount that I've contributed to the band and Frank's contributed to the band in the last 20 years. So it wasn't like a mutual leaving for him. I can't say it was amicable or amicable or in any way. We were thrilled that it happened. But um, I think Frank and I, and I think a lot of the fans know that it was sort of a long time coming. And, you know, again, we wish him well and all that. And, you know, we're, we're moving forward because we love playing this music. We love performing live. We love the connection we have with fans. So that's why we're still doing it. It's just a obviously a bit of a change and 
me having to learn lyrics and Frank having to learn all the lyrical bits that I was doing. It's kind of like a an evolving carousel of madness and tequila and Jack Daniels. Do you know what? That's and champagne. And champagne, yeah. And, sh- and champagne as well. Oh, living the high life. And uh, <laughs> cost of living crisis hasn't hit you then, has it? <laughs> not when someone else is paying for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking I better not turn on my thermostat so I don't get a £500 a month bill and then and then Frank's over here going, yep, champagne, mate. That's how it rolls. So, yeah, so obviously uh, Hugh is a... No, no, no moe, no showe. Moe, oh, actually... <laughs> That, we're going to start one. a new podcast and we're going to just call it that where basically Fast is looking for stuff and you're just sipping champagne going, no more, no show. It'd be great. Um, it sounds like a Channel 4 program waiting to happen, don't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> and unlike the Channel 4 program, it's probably be a car crash as well, but we'll get some laughs out yeah. of it. So let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, the thing is, it's like, the thing, bands change. People change, and 29 years is a long period of time to be together in any relationship, however you want to term it, really, don't you? So I kind of understand him leaving and deciding he wants to do something else, but ultimately it's the fun-loving criminals, not criminal. Plural, not singular. You're a collective, so you want to take the baton and run with it. More power to you, that's what I think. That's that's. I think you're right there. I mean... You know, as as most bands, I mean, you know, unless you unless you're Prince, it's just a role. It revolves around Prince, doesn't it? Now, you know, with Fun Loving Criminals, it has always been about about the about the three people at the beginning, even with Steve and then Mackie and then me joining twenty years ago. You know, uh, I remember the the day that I joined two decades ago. It fast was like, you know, want you to be in it, be part of it, you know, do all the shows, join in with the writing uh, and all that. And that takes a lot of work. And when you've done it for, you know, my, if t- purely talking about myself, when you've done that for two decades and you put your heart and soul into it um, and you've recorded a lot of music, and to be honest with you, the music, a lot of the music always started with Fast and myself. So it's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that have gone into it. And then for somebody just to walk away from the three and think that it wouldn't move forward, it's pretty silly, really, because, you know, we've invested a long time, fast nearly three decades, me two decades. It's a long time to keep investing in something that you love. Yeah. So we were never going to walk away from it. And, um, you know, and with the fans, you know, fans that are, are disappointed or, um, you know, we get one or two odd comments and that's fine. People, if people want to feel how they want to feel, that's cool. But it'd be a little bit stupid to think that the amount of work that me and Fast have put in that we wouldn't want to keep pushing it. And me and Fast have always wrote. You know, yeah. we've got an EP that we're looking to put out around the tour. We've already got most of the next record done. But we've always been like that. So, you know, and I, and I think it's been, for me, it's been quite pleasing because the fans... You know, I'd say that 85%, nearly 90% want to hear what we want to do, want to come and see us. So we, we were never going to stop, bro. Do you know what I mean? That was never on the cards for me and Fast. Absolutely. I, I think you keep going until something stops being fun, and then you kind of then collect. And I think if you kind of, you're still extracting enjoyment out of it, if you still feel the passion, if you still feel the creativity that comes with that as well, and you want to keep telling the stories that you do through the music, then... 
far be it from one person deciding to go their own way um, and stop you from doing it. I think, yeah, you've got to keep going. It's it's the only right thing to do. It'd be disingenuous otherwise, wouldn't it? So I mean, it's given us a freedom, you know, in, in one sense, you know, where we've been able to book shows like this show in France we did last week. And we haven't done a festival really or played many shows in France. We've done one or two shows in Paris the past 10 years, but <clears throat> haven't really done a festival in France for a long time. So we jumped at the opportunity. And this is something that if we, you know, no disrespect to Huey, but if Huey was in the band, he probably wouldn't have wanted to do it. Our management at the time probably wouldn't have wanted us to do it. The agent, and you add up all those costs, it probably wouldn't have been financially doable to be able to do it. So the, this change has brought about a bit of spontaneity to the band now, which is exciting. You know, I've, I'm on vocals now. Frank's much more involved vocally. Um, Naeem Kortazi, our new guitar player, obviously has a lot riding on his shoulders and he's, he's filling in very naturally, which is awesome. But, you know, we've been able to book a U.S. tour. We've been able to book a, a European tour in places we haven't really ever played before. And I think it just got a bit mundane before where it's like every year we go play the Paradiso in Amsterdam and we love the Paradiso in Amsterdam. But often, you know, it's like, well, there's other parts of Holland and the Netherlands we want to play. There's other parts of Belgium to play than Brussels, you know. So yeah. we've been able to put this stuff together that really just wouldn't have been possible the way things were before and we're really looking toward you know looking forward to the future and, and what we can do i mean this at this point it's a bit of an experiment because you know we're doing tours without huey we're writing music and releasing albums and eps without huey so obviously it's a big change for us too but it just it the band has always been about having fun forgetting about your problems and coming out having a good time whether it's in the studio or on stage and, you know, to be honest, the past five years, it wasn't really, that wasn't really happening. So this is a good thing. Frank and I are just seeing the positive in it. And, you know, obviously a bit more work for Frank and I, because we're kind of self-managing, we're yeah. booking shows, we're handling the tour management. But in many ways, that's a good thing. A bit more work, yes, but we can't blame anyone but ourselves if something goes wrong. But keep in mind, nothing goes wrong. What you experienced before, my friend, with this little box missing, I don't even know where I put it now is uh that's that's <laughs> good it's good fun we got it it's nothing right goes wrong right unless here. it's fast any of fast equipment is always that goes wrong there's never <laughs> anything he makes me laugh as he sits there in his barbados sun-drenched lounge there we nearly didn't have a show because he couldn't find something it's something that's so minute it's so easy to lose you need to put it in the biggest case and then it will never get lost simple maths <laughs> It's usually always in one case because we're doing fly gigs. Anyway, let's move on. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems fast doesn't want to dwell on the past. But um, no, definitely not. Up there, Frank. He doesn't want to dwell on that, my friend. Oh, it's all good though. But like, so you you were mentioning the US tour. That's like your first in twenty years, isn't it? Almost. Yeah, we've done we've done some dates. We, in 2005, we did a tour for Living in the City, that album, or 2006. But it was it was like four shows, and one yeah. of them was canceled. You know? Yeah. We won't get into the reasons why, we but the fans, the fans know why. And that, those are the type of issues. It's like, Frank and I are professionals. We get on stage, we like to have a couple drinks, and that's it. We're going to make sure the next day we can get on stage again 
yeah. and have a couple of drinks. So to be able to go do these shows is great. And I mean, the agent, we got a new agent, great guy, Mike Hayes. Um, he's booked us in a lot of the places where we played in 1999 with U2. So that's the thing. One of the, we did, we did some small radio tours, which was good fun in the late nineties. But then in 1999, we did a three week tour with U2 playing stadiums all over the country and up in Canada. And that was amazing. But then we never went back to those towns. That's what most bands would do. Go back to those towns where you just play for 40,000 people and yeah. try and play for 400. We never did that. So now here we are 20 years later going back to places like Ohio and Chicago and hopefully be able to get some cats out and they'll go, damn, they're old. And Huey's all of a sudden he's Persian, but it don't matter. It's like these people don't, they don't seem to realize <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have fun because we like playing music. This is more there he is. He's more Italian than he is Persian, man. <laughs> right. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But we are looking forward to being able to play a bunch of other songs. See, that was the other thing. We won't get into reasons why. We never really rehearsed. And Frank and I and Naeem have been doing a bunch of rehearsing for this September tour, October and November tour. And where we can pull out a bunch of songs we haven't played in, in years, some songs we ain't ever played. So we're looking forward to doing it just to bring something fresh to well, this new fun loving criminals, you know? That'll be a that'll be a big thing as well, bro, for the for the fans. It's a it's another side, like Fast said. It's it's, it's very simple to do the maths on this and the and the fans know, you know, there's me and Fast like being in the studio, me and Fast like writing. We like working up new songs. We were always suggesting new songs, mm -hmm. but then someone would just shoot that down and didn't want to do it. So now we can do it. And one of the big things for me is to play a bunch of songs, to look down at the set list for me and Fast, and each night there'll be a handful of different songs there. As a musician, that's what you want. Variation you know, you, and change. You yeah, you don't want to go out for the last 20 years and play the same set. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, the fans know that too, especially when fans go and see bands they've seen a bunch of times and then they see, they hear the same songs in the same order and it's a bit cheap. You know, I'm not dissing bands that kind of have to do that. Like you've got your Roger Waters who goes out and plays the same set because it's pretty much synced up to video. Like yeah. the Chemical Brothers, those type of bands, they don't really have the luxury of playing different stuff. We can't afford no video on stage. We're lucky if we can just get our banner or a little still of our police badge but we have the luxury of being able to change up our set list and that's something in september starting in september we're hoping to do every night because it's something frank and i've wanted to do for 20 years is every night play different songs play the five or six songs we have to play you know your scooby snacks and your love unlimited and your king of new york's and stuff but yeah. the rest of the time you know we play lots of mellow songs lots of smokers jams and we love doing that but we have so many to choose from that we don't want to play the same one every night. So mm. we're looking forward to that. That's going to be it's a lot of fun. Well, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah. As a musician and for the fans, it's like, I, I think it's a good thing. It's almost kind of like this for enforced change that you've had, though. It's kind of not so much. You said you mentioned freedom before, and it's kind of almost like it, it has given you a new lease of life, um, but a whole new kind of take and a, an approach in terms of not just how you kind of you create your music or how you decide you want to plan your set list or or change it on the fly, but kind of 
as a as a whole it's across the board isn't it i mean like there is this whole new energy and you can kind of hear it when you're talking about what's going on or well it's exciting it's exciting you know i mean that the very first gig that we played was a festival in front of a couple of thousand people over in isle of man you know like i don't know i don't think there was a point where me, me and fast ever doubted that we could do it but somewhere deep down there it was like well this is going to be different though and you know we went out and it was the energy the energy in the crowd how we played technically as musicians you know hats off to Naeem first he, he must have been bricks you know what I mean but like we went out there we all looked good we did a great job fans loved it everyone was dancing cheering at the end shouting for more and there was that moment where we looked <laughs> I looked at fast and I was like oh we can definitely do it then you know what I mean? It was a nice feeling and it was a nice energy. You know, me and Festival has been super tight. You know, we're born in the same year. We've got the same kind of morals as our mums and dads have brought us up and what have you. So we've always been level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's nice to be able, yeah, it's nice to be able to just be on that level and not have anything upset it or, or make us feel like we can't be who we want to be. So uh, I think you're right. The, the energy is great. The, the, and the show, it sounds, I think it sounds fresher and I think it sounds better. So a lot for Fast, you know, lead, when you're lead vocalist in a band, it's a different animal. To yeah. playing chords, it's a totally different animal. So I don't know how you felt, Fast, after that first one was finished, but I was like, I was pretty chuffed with us, to be fair. But I never, we've not really spoke about it. We've been that busy having to sort everything out. We haven't actually had to sit down about how we actually felt about that first gig. I think both of the gigs, both of them have been really good. I mean, there's been exterior occurrences that have made us not have enough time to be nervous. You know, my flights were canceled before Isle of Man. So I literally showed up about two hours before showtime. So I had enough time to meet Frank, have a chat about what's going on is the stage, the sound check, because Frank is the master of making sure everything's tight on stage, and then get to the gig get changed, have a quick tequila shot and make a drink and we're on stage. So it's like no time to think. France was was similar in the sense of like getting six hour ferries because we had to put it together so close to the time, having to set up all our own stuff, which, you know, isn't something when you're in a band that's been playing 30 years professionally. It's you can afford to have crew and stuff. But I think it's a good thing. It keeps us level. And it keeps it keeps things real when Frank and I have to actually do it. Now, we don't want to do that all the time. And when we're on our own tour, (laughs) when we're on our own tour playing six shows, six nights in a row, like in September, something we've never done ever. um, It's good to know that we got a crew that know what they're doing and can can keep. But I mean, it's it's a different But me. I used to be able to groove out a lot more because I didn't have to sing, you know, but now it just seems like the show starts and finishes like that, because the only even in the moment the song's over. I'm setting up for the next song, you know, changing the backing tracks, changing the keyboard, sometimes changing my lyrics because I'm still trying to, you know, learn all the lyrics and have the confidence to not have the, you know, need them. But that's again where it's great, where Frank can talk to the crowd a bit and, you know, kind of keep the laughter up there. And, you know, it's 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 going to take some time to win over to people in the UK because obviously Huey has a big footprint here with his radio shows and all that. So, yeah. We understand that. I mean, in Europe and the States, it just hasn't been a problem. It's been like a bunch of wannabe macho dudes in the UK 
who have been bringing the hate to our pages. And that's cool. Bring the hate. We'll leave it up there because we got fans that love the music, understand it's not one person, and they jump all over them. If you keep coming to our socials and just dissing us, well, that's what that blocking is for. And I'm not a fan of blocking, but it's like I'm a fan of baseball. So three strikes and you're out. But when yeah. it comes to FLC, two strikes and you're out. One, <laughs> two, two. I like in that. Well, that, that's the thing. But the thing is, it also seems that like with with all of the change and stuff, and then the way that you're trying to kind of turn into like logistical masters. That's probably a song title later on for you guys. Um, it's it's almost like the thing is. You know that things are going to go wrong, and you know that things won't go smoothly, but you can be so open and frank, cue the pun, non intended. Yeah. It's like you can be honest with each other and open with each other, but you know that you're all in it for the same reason. So it doesn't matter what comes up next. You figure it out, and that's what you seem to be doing. Whether it's logistics and flights being cancelled, or whether it's um, people online people are like that though aren't they people are often venting at you because they're annoyed about something else completely unconnected and you're an easy that's time. cool so Bring it you know on. What? let them do them it's fine they can get in the bin that's what i think but like i think you just like you, you're doing your own thing your first show in the uk is in oxford isn't it yes yeah yeah and then the you're 6th in... of september and then you're Crazy. in sheffield three days later that's my hometown um yeah so... I'm gonna that's a Friday down. night too, isn't it? That's a Friday uh, night gig, right? So that's gonna be great. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be down there to heckle and um, nice. Just so you know, it's me. I'll be like two strikes, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, that's fine. That's alright. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like you're on this new journey now. You're on this new path, and the thing is, you've had that that particular chapter of the fun living criminals. The FLC is what we know it used to be, but now this is the new re-energized FLC, and you're bringing something else fresh, and you've got a vibe, and you've got this new aura, and I think that's going to give you the energy and, and sustain you guys to help pull it through anyway. So I'm like, yeah, I know it's a shame that Hugh is not there or whatever because of the the kind of the history of the band but he's doing his thing you're doing yours and you've got so move on past him he's in the past now so we've got uh, Naeem from the Happy yeah. Mondays how did that come about well, Naeem's um one of my oldest pals and we've been making music together since before I even joined the criminals so he's a family friend he's a Great soul, talented musician, all rounder, really. Um, but he's got a great understanding of music and knows when to lay out. And as a guitar player in Fun Loving Criminals, which is very much big beat driven, you know, a lot of uh, melodies coming from the keys and storytelling and what have you, he's, 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 he's got a good knowledge of when to lay out, um, which is important moving forward. Uh, we don't need a slash in the band. Um, no. We just need somebody who's got a good understanding of music. And the most important one, for me, anyway, and I think also for Fast, but I don't want to speak for Fast, but when you're on the road and it's stressful enough, especially moving forward, you know, Fast and me like to be over everything, whether we've got management, promoters, whatever, we're over every detail. And... um it's important to be able to go out on the road with somebody that you can get along with. Somebody who's just going to sit back, let us do our thing, not be like someone trying to come through the middle or play one of us off 
each of us, none of that you get in bands, which normally end up breaking bands up, which, yeah. you, you know, he, he's not like that. So he's a good energy, he's a good spirit, and that is the the, the best thing that, that, that Naeem brings to the table. Um, and then they get to the guitar playing, and he's doing a great job, because it is, it is some shoes to fill, because, you know, we, we've all said and done with Huey on a good day, especially back in the day, Huey was a sick guitar player. So, yeah. you know, it's... Um, it's big shoes to fill, but he's doing it standing on his head. Do you know what I mean? So he's, it's doing, a, he's doing a great job. And that's the thing is Naeem really put the work in, you know, the first rehearsals, we were rehearsing like 40 songs and he had like, you know, a few months to really get it going, but it was still a lot of songs to learn, you know, luckily we're a groove band. So a lot of our music tends to be, you know, two or three or four chords over and over again. You're not having, you know, we're not like queen. So it makes it a bit easier to learn the, the, the performance. And the, the big surprise for me in rehearsals was Naeem would be playing parts that I go, oh, I haven't heard. That's a part that was recorded for the album, but was never played live for whatever reason it was. So it's great that he brings parts back in that were recorded on the album that, you know, fans haven't heard live. So I think it almost gives a better interpretation of the songs, you know, so musically, I think musically it sounded a lot better. I just think it, it'll take time for people to just get used to the fact that, you know, there's a new singer, but it's still the same vibes and everything. And I think when people hear the new music that we're writing and stuff, then I think they'll understand as well that, you know, this wasn't, you know, the Huey show. I don't want to keep going on about it because. But people just, will say it, won't they? So you do have to address it, really, as well at the same time. But it's, it's... you address it over and over, over and, and over, over and over. But the other thing I would say, the downside about Naeem is, um, on a couple of the lobby calls, he's not been down on time in the reception of the hotel. So yeah. I can't. And considering considering there's only been two lobby calls and he's not yeah. been on time for both of them, it's not a good story. Not Keep a good crying name. That's, that's might... Paul Ford, tell him. Tell, sort it out, mate. Not hey, we're going to no. put him in the. We're going to put him in the maintenance bin by the lobby. You know where they put the brooms and shit. Yeah. Because then we open the door. I mean, if, if you can't be on time, you don't deserve a hotel room. Naeem, you know what I'm saying, bro. So you're going to need to get a bell off, boy. He's walking off. Did he find? <laughs> did he find the little case yet? No, because you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a silent protest he's leaving he doesn't yeah. need that energy so no it's nice though it's um it'd be a nice and a whole new perspective especially in terms of what he's brought to the band as well and how he's adding things in that you kind of may have forgotten because obviously they're on the albums and you don't do them live so then when he's throwing those in in the rehearsals that's it's a nice switch it's a nice change of energy as well but um yeah i think it's what also is nice is when I first um, when I first joined the band, I brought Naeem along for the early part of my journey by okay. looking after my drums. So it's like twenty years; it's gone three sixty to where now he's actually and he's been he's been a part of a lot of stuff. You know, he's he's looked after Huey before on the road as far as guitar yeah. teching. He's um he's been on the road. He's done after show parties with us. He's jumped up on stage. And, and sang on a on a track before when we've been out on tour. So he, he is basically like a a, a a cousin, one of our Italian cousins that now is stepped into the actual restaurant and he's in the kitchen 
chefing it up with me and fast so it's kind of cool man he's been um, in many bands that's the thing he's in our he's in our reggae band radio riddler so we yeah. used to play stage we have a vibe on stage you know and, and i think there were some people that commented some people that were big supporters of the band with their, who will remain nameless but they um they were saying oh it can't this new flc it can't just be radio riddler part two or any of these other things and it's just really kind of naive to say things like that because if you want to judge us go right ahead we don't give anyway but come out and check us out come on check out the show come and ch- listen to the music and you'll go oh and you'll feel like an ass but whatever it's like we say like, the, the, the proof is in the pudding isn't it we do our talking on the pitch bro you know what i mean yeah and that's the way it needs to be so like before obviously because we're gonna have to cut off shortly but like yeah. um you've got the you said you were working on new material what can we kind of expect with you from that oh i'm i'm buzzing for this i mean don't want to say too much because we're going to do something that we haven't really ever done since way 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 back graving the constant i think was the last time there was an ep that got brought out by by, by the criminals but that's something that we're that we're looking at fast got some great smoky old like smoker tunes again with like cool brass on a jazz tip with some big beats and it's sounding amazing um we're just literally as we're talking sending stems to each other now working in 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 both of our studios so i'm super psyched for that i think it's it's the best sounding that i've heard for a long time if i'm honest so very excited uh... When we first got signed to EMI, obviously we had the album done and yeah. uh, it was great. And the label said, oh, we want to start like a grassroots approach, you know, because we want we don't want to just put the album out. We want to like do like let's do something special. And we're thinking, well, we've done the album. So what do you want us to do? And it's like they wanted to put out one song and then have some alternate versions. So we went back in the studio and we did some alternate versions of songs and we released this EP called The Original Soundtrack for Hi-Fi Living, which came out on a subsidiary label of EMI. And it was all a bit of a gimmick, but it actually worked because they threw it into like boxes with back in the day it was like fresh jive clothing and stuff. They threw it into the boxes going to stores with this little cassette tape and uh, people were playing it in the shop. So since this is a new beginning for us, we figured... Let's do something simple. We don't something similar. We don't want to just put out this new album that's, you know, 90% of the music's done. We just need to obviously get the lyrics going on it. Um, but we did have this EP that Frank and I've been working on for a while. And, you know, it's it's just coming together really nicely. And it's it's perfect for this little four-song thing. So we don't know when exactly we're putting it out, but it's almost done. So it's gonna definitely be out within the next few months. So we think the fans will love it too. So Nice. Yeah. Is the um, your next compilation? Will it be called Even More Mimosas? <laughs> we never wanted to do that second one. The first <laughs> mimosa was great, but the second yeah. one that that's not good memories. And in many ways, that was sort of the catalyst for the end of the old ways. But um, you know, we love being in the studio. So every recording we've released, we're proud of actually, you know, parts of it. But the truth behind another mimosa was it wasn't something Frank and I were, we were itching to get some new material out because the last album of original material was 2010 with yeah. classic fantastic. So we're really hoping we can get this EP out, you know, sometime September. And then um, 
then a new album, you know, soon after, like March, April, spring next year. And, you know, there's no shortage of music that we've written over the past 10 years. And that's the thing with our sound is there's sort of a formula that we stick to that we're proud to say not many other bands do, but probably because it doesn't, you can't really earn a living from it. You know, yeah. us, like most bands, earn a living from touring, but we love the formula that makes a fun-loving criminal song. So we have got an endless vault of material we can choose from, and we will be doing it. We want to put out lots of music, and we want to perform it for people. So those that are interested, thank you. Those that aren't interested, you know, find some other band to have hassle. Uh, maybe they'll... Maybe they'll change the mind when they actually see you doing what you're doing. I don't think you can really judge stuff until you can kind of see how things have changed and then form your opinions from then. But some people, they like to jump to conclusions, and that's fine. That's on them. It's their loss, really, isn't it? But, you know. That's right. with us. Whatever. To each their own. Yeah. Do our thing regardless. I would, I'd love to speak to you guys um, closer to the release of the, the new album, if you're up for that. We can have a good, good old chat yeah, about it, and you can maybe Definitely. do a little track rundown if you want, and we can talk about the ideas behind it and stuff like that. That yeah. would be great, man. We really appreciate you spending time talking to us. That's, that's oh, really no great. worries, man. It's it's all love. And I'm definitely going to come down to the show anyways. So hopefully I'll get to see you in pe- in person so we can um, yeah. we can have a good laugh then and make sure that you've actually got the backing track somewhere safe. Yeah. Hopefully we'll on a chain safe. around we'll your neck the, or something. We'll have the tequila. We'll have the oh, tequila. The te- are you, you, you promise a tequila and champagne as well. I'm expecting champagne as well. Well, the problem is... Frank doesn't drink the t- champagne. He pours it all over the crowd, and then I always try and get a glass of it before he does that. So he soaks them, which they I like love. Give, I like to give the crowd a little drink on the on on the way out. But the tequila shots, my friend, were very famous. They're actually called the FLC, which is something that we drink religiously before we go on stage. The first one's always a bit brutal, but then the second and third taste more. So we're definitely this getting down. Right, well, that's wicked, man. Thank you so much for your time, gents. You Thank have you. a great rest of your day, um, and good luck with the start of the UK tour, and I will see you in, like, what, four weeks? Five five weeks? Yeah, so, it's yeah. Crazy. Awesome, well, Chris. Care, Thank you so much for your time, mate. All right, Thanks, all the best, bro. guys. Take care. Have a good one, bro. Bye-bye. Bye now. And that is that. Thank you so much to Fast and Frankie for taking time out of their hectic schedule as they kind of prepare to come to the UK to bring us what will be a rollicking show. Who even uses the word rollicking? I do. Sod it. It's fine. We don't care. You don't care. Um, You can get tickets to their Sheffield show at the O2 Academy 2 for Friday the 9th of September. I will put a link in the podcast to tickets to the show. And yeah, just I hope you enjoy it if you go down. And if you're not sure, go down anyways. Have a tequila shot. Get in amongst the frivolities. If you don't drink, get a juice drink, get a water, get a soft drink, whatever. But just come on down and join what's sure to be a smashing party. I'm going to bring this podcast to a close with another live song. Smoke em. Enjoy.
to the lab with my gift to gab Yo, a little dab do ya, maybe even screw ya I rush your end zone like my man Don Shula You my four-leaf clover, even bending over I love you like Rover, you my little lawnmower But lower, lower, see I'm the seed sower The punk weed grower, the mad rap grower I'm a man's man, or do you understand What I'm giving and cocked in the palm of my hand So take the nasty plunge, plaid not grunge I know it's really hard when you love someone You always stood by me, like Spanky did me. Anybody misses you, I'll bust them in the eye And check that ass, like Phil Esposito UPS next day, got to Toledo Smoke them, smoke them if you got them If you ain't got them, then you hit rock bottom Smoke them, smoke them, smoke them if you got them If you ain't got them, then you hit rock bottom Smoke them, smoke them, smoke them if you got them If you ain't got them, then you hit rock bottom Smoke them if you got them And a full carry license Never walk in the streets Looking past my shoulder Acting kind of bolder Since my dog got older I walk the walk And I ace the test When I put the pressure on All your tendencies manifest Half prick pecker wood Talking to the dead I break into your house And I smell your bed Smoke them if you got 